Hello, world sleeves of Nerditude again. My name is Jill. And I'm Francine. And this week, we're going to talk about fictional schools. Yeah. Because it's back to school time. Sorry if you're a kid or an adult going back to school. Oh, it's, yeah. It's uh, many emotions. All my teacher friends have, you know, <laughs> openly wept, I'm sure. Yeah, summer is ending. Sad face. I'm okay with it. I mean, like, I'm not going back to school, <laughs> and I love the fall, so I'm okay with it. Yeah. I kind of long for the days of back to school now, in hindsight. I mean, I still buy the back to school supplies. <laughs> to get to participate. Because I'm, you know, that girl standing in the aisle like, hey, I like Sharpies. <laughs> I need new folders. Ooh, and pens. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to use them for, but in my mind, I think I need them. <laughs> Art yes. projects. Art projects. Gishwiz. Yeah. Gishwiz supplies for next it's year. It's true. It's true. Uh, are you doing any new cool nerd stuff? So I am very excited for like some of the new fall TV. So I've just been waiting with yes. like bated breath for, for fall TV to come back because I'm so over the summer of like nothing to watch. For so real. over it. For real. I'm so over it. I'm ready for it to end. Um, so I'm excited for like, well, Supernatural is going to come back. Lucifer is yeah. going to come back in October. Um Winona won't be back until forever from now, but like there's a lot of really good fall TV that's coming back on that I'm excited about. And new stuff. Yeah. I want to watch the Orville, the new like Seth yeah. MacFarlane. Um, eventually I'll check out Star Trek Discovery as well, but like since it's on uh, CBS, like all access, mm-hmm. I'm not paying for that. No. So I'm going to wait um, to see if there's a way for me to find it like later. Please bring it to Netflix if you're listening, CBS, because that's where I want to watch it. Someplace I'm already subscribed to. Um, but yeah, I'm just like gearing up for fall TV. I'm very excited. How about you? Same. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm particularly pumped because Supernatural season 13 premieres on my 30th birthday. Yay! <laughs> Fortuitous, <laughs> unfortunate, I'm not sure. Um, it's going to be the best birthday ever. Yeah. Yeah, so I tell myself. Anyway. Zombies and liquor, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Winchesters. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> um, the Orville's the new one that I was excited about. I can't really think of any like new ones off the top of my head, but just fall TV in general. Oh, and I am excited for the Mindy Project. It's going in the, its last season. Yeah, I saw it on Netflix, right? Is it Hulu. a Hulu? Mm-hmm. I knew it was one of the streamings. Yes, it's a it's the Hulu original, and that is going into its last season. So I'm curious how things are going to turn out for Mindy. Yeah, um, she's had a lot of ups and downs. It's been a journey. It has. <laughs> there's been a lot of really cool outfits and a lot of donuts. Nice. Um, Nothing wrong with any of that. No, and. Uh, I'm also excited for, like, movies that are coming out this fall. So, I think Ragnarok comes out relatively mm-hmm. soon. A couple of others. Uh, I just went and saw The Hitman's Bodyguard today. That yes. was that was pretty wonderful. It's no Deadpool, but <laughs> do love me some Ryan Reynolds' dry humor. So Nice. Was it worth your movie ticket? It was. It was a little bit of a slow start, mm. but it, by the end of it, like, my sides hurt. Nice. It was... Ryan Reynolds doing his best thing and Samuel L. Jackson doing his best thing and just yelling at each other mm-hmm. and singing in the car and 
um, Salma Hayek was in it too, and oh. I hadn't known that. And she, her character was amazing. Nice. So she's really funny. She is, and in this movie, she's really violent, but like in a funny Great. way. <laughs> I mm, and I got a kick out of it because it 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 takes place in the Netherlands where mm-hmm. I've actually been, and I was like, oh look, I've been to that train station. I've done that. So you know, obviously there wasn't anything as cool as Ryan Reynolds going by in a motorcycle, but <laughs> like if only it was kind of neat. I don't know, um, but I saw that, and then just reading, yeah, I'm reading. Lots of reading. Much Dresden. Yay! Are you almost done with book one? Uh, almost, yes. yeah. Because, so well, excited. I mean, you know how I roll. I read like five at a time. So, And I'm listening to the audiobook. So well, I'm saying my time listening to James Marsters. <laughs> it's like, yes, tell me more about witches and wizards. At first and- <laughs> it was weird not to hear the British accent because I'm so used to him being Spike. Mm-hmm. But I really like it. He's... He's got early great reading voice and the intonations and the voices and like the character voices, man. That so is good. Hilarious. So good. And the dry humor. I like <laughs> yes. it. I like that a lot. So <laughs> other than that, you know, Twitter, Facebook. Yeah. Trying not to be depressed by the news. The usual. Uh, yes. Escaping into fiction too. Yeah. Wishing that I had been on the Hogwarts Express. Uh, if only we were going back to Hogwarts. I know. And um, two days ago was epilogue day. Mm-hmm. And I I didn't go, but I have friends who are actually were at King's Cross Station oh, cool. for epilogue day. Yeah. So I'm curious to follow up with them and see what kind of cool stuff they saw. They yeah. went to LeakyCon in London. Nice. And That's awesome. Yeah. I'm jealous. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. And kind of, I don't know. It's weird to think that, yeah, Harry was dropping off his kids at the station. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Time has. That seemed like so futury. Yeah. When the last it? book came out and like you finally got to the end. And then you were like, wow, okay. It's the, it's the future. They're all old. And now oh. here we are. <laughs> are they? Were yeah. they really old? Because yeah. no, they're not. Mm. Um, so I guess that should be our maybe our first fictional school. Yeah, it's Hogwarts. The like ultimate fictional school. The ultimate. <laughs> like that was. I am still waiting for my letter. I know. I know. It always tops people's lists of like awesome fictional schools, awesome boarding schools, and you know just generally like amazing universe building. Um, but in my mind, it was always kind of a scary place, like from a teacher perspective, because I, well, I mean, I'm sure your students <laughs> go missing all the time. Yeah. Your students go missing. It's a school of magic for people who get in because they can do magic, but they're also like 11 and this is the only place they're legally allowed to do magic. That's pretty scary to me. Uh, did you ever see, <laughs> I think it was like a. Was it a meme? I'm not sure. It was this little graphic that circulated around and it, it said, under no circumstances should you not panic if someone says, uh-oh, at Hogwarts. <laughs> exactly. I, yeah. <laughs> That's not how that was supposed to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's you know, potions is like teaching 11-year-olds chemistry. Oh, Like I could just imagine <laughs> how many things blew up and melted and how many people had to go to the medical wing and just it gives me a lot of like teacher anxiety i can't 
Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. And I think, I think we should talk a little bit about the building itself. I mean, <laughs> first of all, muggles walk by. It looks like a wreck. Mm-hmm, like ruins, which is cool. Which is a good idea until, you know, some 11-year-old is like, hey, you know, I screw the man. I'm going in there. <laughs> What happens, I wonder. But isn't that when there's like a charm that makes them mm-hmm. get confused and wander off or something? Yeah, it has a muggle repelling charm to make people yeah. like avoid it or, or get confused and walk away. So theoretically, that wouldn't happen. I feel like I've accidentally found Hogwarts a couple of times <laughs> in parking lots because I get kind of confused. <laughs> well, and I was in the north, north, north of Scotland for a whole summer and I did not find Hogwarts. So anyone that's wondering. One job. I know. I had one job and I couldn't do it. Um, I didn't find it. But there is a ton of like ruined buildings and a ton of really old sort of like pieces of stone architecture that were something in the past and are not anymore. Did you find the Outlander? Nope. No Outlander. No Nessie. It was a very disappointing trip. Wow. (laughs) Bummer. None of my Scottish dreams came true. Wow. (laughs) That's that's a bummer. Yeah. Boys and kilts and good beer. Well, you did find some good Scottish things. You know, that was cool. Thistles, Highland cows, and sheep. That was neat. But no Hogwarts, (laughs) no Outlander, no Nessie. Hmm. Uh, But I like uh, like how the staircases move. I mean, it's cool because I'm not there. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, that's a really cool magical thing. But can you imagine, like, actually trying to find where the hell you're supposed to be in a place where the staircases Mm -hmm. move when it's Wednesday? Also, you're 11. I just, I can't stress enough. They start school there so young. Yeah. That's a sixth grader here in the U.S. Living alone in a dorm with other sixth graders. And being allowed to do magic. Horrifying. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> and but at puberty. Least, but at least oh. they don't let them fly broomsticks. Because that's where we draw the line. Except they <laughs> kind of do if you get to be on the Quidditch team. Yeah. No. I, it's... Mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. And ghosts. Like the house ghosts and the history of the building. Like that's really... A lot of bad well, stuff went down. and I. But I liked throughout the books how it starts off as like this wondrous thing. Oh, there's ghosts. Mm-hmm. Cool. And then like they get older and they talk to the ghosts and they're like, I was actually murdered. Yeah. You little bastard. <laughs> like when you think about how nearly headless Nick was nearly headless. Mm-hmm. That's awful. Yeah. It's true. Or the bloody Baron. And at first they're like, nobody knows how he got covered in blood and then you find out later oh dear heavens so yeah it's, it's it's a lot it's a lot and and hogwarts is not the only magical school in that world and so i i found it interesting like as the books went on they kind of expanded the world like you start the books and you think oh hogwarts is this magical place but like how can it have you know however many students and they're all british like are only british people wizards and then you find out like oh there's all these other schools and they're all a little bit different and like they each have their own kind of way of doing things and like way of understanding magic and magical education and that's kind of cool yeah because i like seeing Durmstrang and bo bo baton mm-hmm. um 
And then I thought it was really cool in the movie when we got to hear, we didn't really see it, but Ilvermorny, the yeah. American school, which is very backwards, which, yeah, American damn it, guys, man. can we get our stuff together? <laughs> no, it's, no, we can't. No. I mean, look at how it developed from like, you know, we had all that crap with the colonies and the witch trials. And I like, liked that they kept that, though, when they talked about the... What would they call it? Second Salem? Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting because, yeah, we would kind of be still on guard about that, I yeah. guess, at that point. Um, although the British people should be, too, yep. I guess. There were witch trials in Britain, too, first, before and they were here. Durmstrang should have had a concern. Mm-hmm. They got over things faster. I guess. I don't know. We we dwell. <laughs> Yeah. What can I say? We held a grudge. They didn't hold as much of a grudge. Um, and the rules became a little bit different, like whether or not you can consort with and marry muggles or no mages or what have you. Yeah. No madge. No madge. Which I was like, man, Ugh, that's not a the best dumb name. name. <laughs> not a great name. Why wouldn't we call them muggles? But then I was like, oh, because we're Americans yeah. and we... We, we have can't, to have different words. We can't for have things. the same measurements as anybody else. So why? Yeah. Why you know? <laughs> uh, but I I like that Rowling delved into more of the schools we didn't hear about mm-hmm. in the expanded universe on her website. Yeah. So uh, there's I can't remember the name of the school in Australia, but that sounded kind of interesting. Uh-huh. And yeah, did you take the the house test for Ilvermorny? I did. I did. I ended up in the snake. One, what is the, the I forget what it's called? <laughs> I'm terrible. Wait, the one with the smart Ravenclaw for was that the snaky one? I ended up in Ravenclaw <laughs> for Ilvermorning. I'm terrible. Isn't it just called the Horned Serpent or something? Yeah, that one. I think. I think that's the, the one I ended up one. In. The snaky one. Yeah. Something about a snake, but it was Ravenclaw. Oh, where did you end not up? Slytherin? Um, <laughs> I've. I'm proud of this, but I wish they had a different name, but I was a puck wedgie. Ah, so the the Hufflepuff. The Hufflepuff of Ilvermorny. Nice. Yes. You're consistent. I am consistent. <laughs> and loyal and hardworking. Yes. So. And a good finder. I do find, <laughs> well, not my own car, but some other stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, going back to Hogwarts, mm-hmm. the OG <laughs> magic school of this particular world. That's I true. Guess. Um, what is your favorite feature about like the castle? I think my favorite thing is probably the history of it. Like the fact that it has its own textbook. I'm such a nerd, but I love that. Like they wrote a textbook about the school that they go to. Cause I would so be on board with that. You would like living in a historical building and being able to be in the building, reading about the history of the building. Like, Oh, that's, yeah, that's yeah. my jam. That is like the best thing ever. And I was so psyched and it made me wish I could go there. <laughs> yeah, I think the thing that in my little 11 year old mind when I was first reading it, that made me go, I want to I want to go there was the <laughs> library. Yes. When they talk about when he's pulling the books off the shelves and he sneaks down there in his invisibility cloak, which is so badass because that's what I would do is sneak into the library <laughs> 
What and, else are you going to do? But yeah, Obviously. I, I thought it was so cool and creative that when he opens a book, it screams mm-hmm. or it whispers to you. Or if you read that one, you could die because it's cursed yeah. or the one that he picks up and he's like, I'm pretty sure this is blood. And he puts it back <laughs> on the shelf. Things like that. I I was just fascinated by mm-hmm. just the story even behind the book. Like you said, like, I, it's cool. Yeah. Well, and I, it, the fact that the books are powerful and that like everything in the castle is imbued with magic and imbued with power and has like a personality you know, the portraits have personalities. Mm-hmm. The staircases are a little mischievous, like you said. The tables in the Great Hall, like the food appears on them. Like everything is magical. And that's so cool. Even towards the end when we find out that like the castle can protect its occupants and like it can become a fortress. Yeah, that was really interesting. So awesome. It is the coolest building ever. It is. <laughs> it is. I'm... That's the one that I would want to be at Hogwarts yeah. personally. But <laughs> alas, I know. I know. We're boring and American <sighs> and I never got my letter. I like to think it's because as one person pointed out, a whole bunch of letters got lost mm-hmm. for what was it like 5 years or something. I was born during one of those years, so I like to think that my letter just <laughs> got really lost in the mail. You're my just- my owl got really lost got confused yeah never made it was it not a good finder so one day they'll have like a hogwarts continuing education where you can like go I back so do that yeah and i mean i've been to the hogwarts in los angeles which is kind of the same right yeah somehow it counts yeah <laughs> but we didn't go there but what other fictional schools would you maybe have wanted to go to so like talking about magical schools and things like that. I can't help but think of the magicians mm-hmm. and break bills, which break is bills, kind of yeah. like the Hogwarts. Yeah. For older, it's like the college the, of Hogwarts. Yeah. I was going to say the more hardcore Hogwarts. Yeah, they're like I, older. They're, uh, I mean, it's still a boarding school. They still live there. They still yeah. like, you know, take, they still have to learn how to deal with this power that they have. So in a lot of ways, it's very similar to Hogwarts. But they're older, so there's a lot more, like, frat party type, like, college shenanigans going on. Um, the plots are more adult because the, the characters are more grown up. Um, but it's kind of similar. And it has a lot of similar issues, too. Mm-hmm. Like, young people who are not, who are there to learn how to do magic and therefore have, like, very powerful talent. And the classes are not safe. Like right, anyone could die at any time. Yeah, death and just it's a bad, bad place to learn. I guess. Yeah, I mean, you you take your life into your hands. There must be a hell of a big waiver to go to break bills, and like if you die, it's not our fault. Like if you, well, yeah, you know. And I also think that it's interesting that in that world of the magicians, magic is largely based off of math, Mm -hmm. which means I'm out. Uh, it's hard. It's not an easy thing to do. <coughs> it's like me. a difficult thing. Something that you have to yeah. learn. Which adds a level of danger to it because mm-hmm. if you miscalculate <laughs> what you're doing. Forgot to carry the two and yeah. now I'm a puddle on the floor. <laughs> yeah. I think it's interesting. So the classes there are very dangerous and mm-hmm. they're also kind of in like a Narnia type situation. Yes. It feels like. 
where like Hogwarts is kind of in our world, mm-hmm. but kind of not. Their break bills is floaty. Yeah, I guess it's like the whole parallel, like pocket dimension. Yeah, kind of pocket dimension that's kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, instead of like we just veil it, but it, their reality is part of our reality. This is like different yeah. than that. It's a level of protection that really goes with the level of danger. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. The um now I've only seen the show. I haven't read the books. So if Break Bills is different between the books and the show, I'm talking about the show. One yeah. from my perspective, you read the books, right? But mm, a long time ago. I do want to reread them. Uh because I was told it's Harry Potter for adults. And uh. I mean they kind of, they're kind of right. But I wasn't as taken into the world as mm-hmm. I was with Harry's world. So I've read it, but it's been a while. Yeah. And I tried to watch the show, and it was different than the books, mm. uh, to my memory, anyway. So I could be wrong. Maybe maybe they reconverge later, but I'm trying to remember in the book, there's also, like, another place that he like stumbles into on the grounds that's the school, but it's not, it's, Oh, it's like the alternate. Yeah. Like when he slips into that, like alternate dimension, they do that on the show. Oh, do they? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. See, I didn't, just didn't get that far, yeah. but it's like a school, but it's not. Everything turns like black and white and it's like yeah. really dangerous. It, it was kind of cool. I didn't know that was in the books. Go figure. Yeah. Um, I thought the most, like the thing that stands out to me the most, again, might not be in the books, it's definitely in the show that they have to like pick a major. Yes. <laughs> Which is not the case in Harry Potter as early. Like there they pick a career path and then they kind of like take classes towards that career path. Mm-hmm. Whereas at break bills, like you kind of have this specific magical talent that you decide is what you're going to pursue. So like Penny is the traveler and like and that was always the one that kind of scared me the most because he's the one that could like go insane and can like yeah. you know lose parts of himself literally um in traveling and stuff like that so i think that's kind of interesting cuz it's again the difference between going to school as a kid where education is more general and it's meant to guide you towards your career versus like now you're in the big leagues you have to commit to something mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very collegey that way yeah Pick and a, scary. Pick a route. Yeah, pick a pick a major, and this is what your life is going to be based on. Like your magical career is going to be based off of this thing that <sighs> you no have pressure. a talent for, right? It just it makes me like it feels like school in that way, and that's interesting. Well, especially if you're, and I guess most of them would be new to the world. Yeah, because as far as I recall, nobody had like magical parents. Allison, I think is Does her she? name. The the nerdy girl. Her parents, like she's been training to go to she? break bills like her whole life. But she's the mm. only like legacy one. Okay, because I'm thinking most of them are like Quentin, yeah. who gets a rando invite <laughs> and is like, yeah, sure, rando guy. I'll yeah. totally take your test. And yeah. goes and then, you know, oh, by the way, there's magic and there's all these things. <laughs> Could you pick a career? <laughs> right what? now. Like now. I don't know anything. Yeah. yeah. Also, there's this mysterious being that wants to murder you all. But you're safe here, except not. That's the thing that always gets me about, like, the magical school is that it's touted as this very safe place. 
Like, oh, you'll be protected here. You know, we're so powerful. We can protect you. But then the plot requires them not to be protected there. So that makes me a little bit nervous. Magical school, not as safe as advertised. No. (laughs) Not even a little bit. Nope. And it's not the, the... Danger doesn't even necessarily come from the other students. Like, blowing each other up is obviously a concern. Mm-hmm. But there's outside threats as well as inside threats. Not exactly the safest place. No. When your principal guy gets eaten by bug right? things, yeah. your first class, eh, maybe not the best place. Pretty scary stuff. Especially when you just learned your magical like two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'd really want to go to break bills. Yeah, I think I it's a cool idea in theory, but I don't I don't really like the way they run the school and I don't think that college is the appropriate time to start your magical studies. No, You're a little old. Um I tend towards the Hogwarts kind of even younger than that. Well, but weren't they learning in going back to Harry Potter? They were learning magic at home before yeah. they go to Hogwarts. As long as you have magical parents. If you're muggle born like true. Hermione, you're kind of screwed. Like if you're the Weasleys, they've been learning it since they were little. Yeah. It's part of your life. Yeah. But if you're Harry, it's surprise. Mm-hmm. Oh, crap. Yeah. Like, here, catch up. And that's a little bit nerve wracking. I think at break bills, maybe that's why you have to be so good at math and science and everything because you're the only one who can keep up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why, why wouldn't you have that ability earlier in your life? Why wouldn't they find you earlier than that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Questions. Hmm. Questions. Questions. What is the recruiting process like? And why does it take so damn long? Um, <laughs> Dear Liv Grossman. Yes. Please explain. Um, but that's an interesting like contrast, an interesting compare and contrast between Hogwarts and Break Bills, because they are similar in a lot of ways, but also very different in a lot of ways. True story, or fictional story. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we to know? We're just I the, wouldn't know because I didn't get a letter anywhere. Yeah, we're just the uh, we just that's went to bummer. regular school. It was not yeah. magical. No. Speaking of regular schools. There's a couple that stick out to me, like in my mind, not magical, not in any way like special, but very noticeable for their fictional world building. Um, One that I remember from being a little kid is Crunchum Hall from Matilda. Oh, yeah. Man, what a school. Like, and plays an awesome teacher like Miss Honey. Mm -hmm. She's fabulous and, and she tries, but the overwhelming sort of vibe of the school is pretty awful. Gets pretty negative. A little. You know, it's it's very, like, not nurturing to a child, specifically a... a what, you don't want to hang around with Miss Trenchbull? No, not at all. She's terrible. And who put her in charge of children? I, where is child services in that whole universe? I just have so many questions. But that's the... The wonder of of rural Roald Dahl. I can't even say his name. <laughs> that everyone who's a grown up is awful, and but I mean, for your but I mean seriously, <laughs> when you were reading that as a kid, wasn't it still kind of wonderful in a way? Yeah, well, like the, not the school itself, but like mm-hmm. the world, because you, the child Matilda, you had the power though, and I think yeah. that was a very 
important message she was telling is that you could go to this terrible school with these terrible people mm-hmm. who try to keep you down. But if you can read. <laughs> yes. Then you are, you have a passport to anywhere. And Isn't that a nice oh, thought? It is a nice Aww. thought. Um, but I still wanted to burn that place down. Fair. <laughs> I'm, still I'm like, sure there's a book about down. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, because that, it just made me so angry that like she's finally, she gets to go to school and she meets the teacher that's like going to change her life. But she's still under the thumb of this like horrible person who just hates everything and like really does not like children. When the principal does not like children, I have issues. I think I went to a school like temporarily. (laughs) Well, and I see how it's very realistic, right? And it, the magic of it comes from them rising above their respective situations, finding each other and like building a family. And eventually they do change Crunchum Hall, mm-hmm. which is really cool. The journey is not pleasant. No. But the end result is awesome. I would go to Crunchum Hall now with Miss Honey as the principal. Fair. Like her in charge. Yes, please. That bitch in charge. Hell no. <laughs> Burn it down. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. I have feelings opinions good um i also think about um like some of the other schools from childhood way back when like um the school from recess sticks out yes. in my mind which i had to go back and look it up because we never actually they didn't like say the name of the school did they they did it's third street elementary and as soon as i read it i was like oh yeah but yeah i just <laughs> loved spinelli so much <laughs> she was awesome she was my hero. Yeah. And and going back, did you watch it ever as an adult? No. It's fascinating to go back and watch it as an adult. I found some episodes on YouTube because I was like, I need to know. Like, is it the way I remember it? Or is it like my childhood rose-colored glasses, like remembering stuff that's not there? It's so smart. The show itself is like genius. All of the episodes deal with this like group of misfits if you never watched recess before it's about like the time of the school day that kids are in charge that kids have like freedom and are left to their own devices because we don't really see them in in class very much the show focuses on like what they do when when they're in their off time like when the teachers aren't in charge and it's so funny to, to go back and watch it and be like, wow, there was a hierarchy and like there were social rules that if you broke them, you were in trouble. Uh, they really present like their elementary school as a microcosm of the world. Mm-hmm. There are cliques and like there's social rules and there's a social status. And if you break it, you're in trouble. They and, like, feed you to the kindergartners. Yeah. <laughs> Who are these little hellions oh my that gosh. are like completely you know, just a disaster. And you're just like, Oh my God, get me out of here. Um, which is so true. If you've ever been in a kindergarten classroom when the teacher's not there, it's yeah. Accurate. Um, but it's so interesting to me that like going back, it, it teaches kids so much about growing up and about like how to be your own person and how to navigate the world and like find your place in the world so much deeper than I initially thought it was as a kid. I will have to go back and watch that then because yeah, I just remember I remember some stuff 
TJ was mm-hmm. the main kid, right? Yeah. And then there was Spinelli was mm-hmm. the girl. And Gretchen was the nerd. And, and Gus Mike? was the new kid. I there were six was of it, them. Wasn't Mikey or Mike? Wasn't he the big the big kid? The I think I think his name was Mike. I can't super duper remember, but like Oh, it was really interesting. Yeah, they had they had a pretty <laughs> varied group mm-hmm. who represented most everybody you would encounter on a playground. Yeah. And most of the episodes, it turns out, at least the ones that I watched, were about like the struggle between being an individual and being a member of a group. Ooh. Which I was like, whoa, deep. Um, who knew that like kids' yeah. cartoons could be I mean, so life lessony? I had no idea <laughs> as a kid. But now I'm like, what from that show psychologically shaped me? Because I feel like a lot. It's probably. a lot deeper than I thought as a kid. Whoa. It was a Whoa. trip. Go back and watch it if you liked it as a kid and you never watched it as an adult. Um, another school that gives me adulthood feelings because it's so close to reality is Mars University on Futurama. Yeah. <sighs> Dude, the episode where Amy goes to get her PhD and the little speak and spell like um, the cow says, moo, the, oh, the, that guy. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that one. Mm-hmm. Who's like, doctor it denied i was like oh that's like it's it still hurts um because that was me <laughs> that was my life in well, there my was PhD. a speaking spell no but i that felt so real that she was like trying to tell them something that they didn't want to hear about her research and what she found and so they were just like no 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 if you can't do what we need you to do then you don't get a degree and i was like damn cartoons are deep like, yeah. They can be. Yeah. Absolutely. That one, every time they visit Mars University, it's it's really real. Um, everyone's expected to be super duper smart. If you're not super duper smart, you get mocked because it's like Revenge of the Nerds. The nerds are the one in charge. The nerds are the ones in charge. And like they will mock you if you're the dumb jock and stuff. It's whew, it's a lot. Um, but I really I enjoy every time they go and visit Mars University. It uh, it's very real to me. <laughs> I wish it was real in a better way. <laughs> I think I think uh, the creators probably have some feelings about their own degree seeking times of their uh, life. Don't we all? Yeah, that they're like working out through the show. <laughs> yeah, I've got some feelings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you think of any really oh. like interesting schools? Because I have a huge list. Um. <laughs> One that, while we're talking about cartoons, it's a little fuzzy in my head, but I used to love Tiny um, Tiny Tunes. Uh-huh. The Looney Tunes. Uh, they went to Tiny Toon University. Mm-hmm. They did, uh, yeah. That I recall. Yeah. Uh, or maybe it wasn't a university. Tiny Toon School, whatever it was, where they learned how to be cartoons. Uh-huh. And I thought that was funny, because like, their teachers were like Bugs and Daffy and Porky mm-hmm. and all the WB uh cartoons yeah. i thought that was pretty funny because oh well yeah you have to be taught to be a cartoon <laughs> right like oh. how do you know how to be funny and like pie throwing 101 yeah. and all that stuff like that i enjoyed that one and i don't really know that any are well no because they didn't have a high school in halloween town did they i, I don't they are- think she was like in high school, but then she found out she could go home to Halloween Town, but they didn't have a school. I don't yeah. Think. 
everyone was just homeschooled. I always remember there being like <laughs> schools about somebody in high school and then something extraordinary happened to them mm. and removed them from that situation. Yeah. That Such did happen as a lot. in Hocus Pocus when they go to Salem High School, but then mm-hmm. their adventure happens just in the city of Salem. Yeah. So, like it's not really about the school. Yeah. So most of what I'm thinking about is stuff like that mm-hmm. where they were in high school and then something happened to them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like was thinking back through like everything that I really like and that like really sticks out to me in terms of young adult fiction and mm-hmm. stuff like that because that's generally where we see fictional I schools did think of one Ooh, what sorry you i'm sorry the school from the hunger games Ooh, okay never read the books so <laughs> sorry i've seen like one each movie school, or each <laughs> district has a school the school uh-huh. doesn't even have a name it's just like district 12 hmm. school like public school yeah. it's just like everyone goes there and it just sticks out in my mind because they talk about it a little bit because in the Hunger Games, Katniss is 16, I, th- I believe. She's 15 or 16, and she's from the minor side of town, mm-hmm. so she has darker skin. And the only time she sees people from town is when she goes to school, and mm. they're like the light-skinned blonde kids, um, things like that. And she talks about they all they all learn together, but they're kind of separate once they leave. Things like that, and they learn the history of the of Panem, which is the country that they live in, and they learn the history of the district, and they learn basics of farming and math and writing. And other than that, it's like so in the back of her mind all the time. Like school does not matter mm-hmm. in this world. It's more I have to go because it's the law. Yeah. Otherwise, I would be out in the woods trying to provide for my family. Right. Like school is not so important when you're tr- when you're starving. Right. But the only way she knows anybody else in the district is from school. Hmm. So when they're at the reaping, when they're getting picked for the Hunger Games, when they pick Peta's name, she just remembers him as that really nice guy from school. Hmm. Doesn't have any idea who he is other than that and the whole bread thing, mm-hmm. which I'm sure you've seen the movie. But yes, I saw that movie, the first one I definitely yeah, saw. Yeah, it's, it's a really good story, and they they kind of delve into the school system a little bit more in the later books mm-hmm. when you see District 13. Mm. So I it's interesting. It's a bummer of a fictional school, but yeah. it's there. Like a very dystopian fictional oh, school. Very uh, another dystopian fictional school that I think that comes to my mind and I feel like it comes to a lot of people's minds if they're familiar with the science fiction is Ender's Game. There's mm-hmm. a couple I didn't of, read that or okay. see that. It's a whole series of books. It's like a whole world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got, you know, my beefs with the with the series and with the like social commentary and with the author, but the story is really interesting and the way that they use education is fascinating to me. So I wanted to bring it up Mm -hmm. Um, as like young kids, you start out in regular school, but all the school is run by the government because the government of like earth is at war Mm -hmm. with these bug people. These these, like bug aliens. They're not bug people. They're bug aliens. They're called the formics. Um, And there was a war, a first formic war. And now, like, the war is kind of still happening. They're, like, still trying to defend Earth from these, like, invading creatures Mm -hmm. and stuff. 
Um, and that's the reason that everyone goes to school. It's to figure out your place in the government and your place in the war. Fun. Yeah, so they're indoctrinating children. The school is actually run by the international fleet, so it's run by the military. Um, and it's a boarding school. Um, once you get to, like, once you kind of start your school, they, they watch everything you do. You literally have a monitor implanted in your spine so that they can, like, watch oh my you. Goodness. Yeah, it's creepy stuff. Um, and then if you qualify, you get to go to battle school where you actually, like, learn do you how to want fight. to go to battle school people do yes like oh. everybody wants to go to battle school because you want to fight you want to kill the formix you want to win the war there's a whole like mythical military hero that's like every kid's hero mm. um so it's very much like they're indoctrinated to like either want to be um want to be a scientist or want to be a soldier like that's pretty much your like the the big things to do in your life um so ender ends up going to battle school they form the kids into little armies and make them fight each other oh my gosh um not really to like hurt each other or to kill each other but people get hurt and killed a lot like little kids uh, they're like 12 yeah, sure um and then if you're really really good at battle school you get to go to command school which is like the upper echelons of the military. Fun. Yeah, and then they're taught like war games and stuff and and like I'm not and you do like simulated battles against the bugs to like really prepare you to enter the military when you graduate. Um and you get like teams and everything and like you want to win. It's all about winning. Basically, that's how you excel in school, that's how you succeed. You win. Even if it means paralyzing someone else. Like, oops, that happened, but hey, I won. Very, very weird. Um, yeah, and I'm not going to spoil the ending, but all that schooling ends up being questionable. Imagine that. Right? Like, imagine not believing the military-industrial complex when they're educating and indoctrinating your children. Huh, isn't that crazy? That's weird. Um, yeah, but the school, like the school is a huge, the various schools, they're a huge component of the book. They're where Ender spends most of his time, where he makes all of his relationships, where all the other characters come from. And like the school is tied directly to the government. So that's really the, the viewpoint, like the lens through which you see their whole world and like how it operates. Interesting, hmm. but terrifying at the same time. Sounds like. You forget that they're like 12. As you're reading it, you're like, oh, yeah, murdering each other. Awesome. And then you're like, oh, my God, they're kids. Wait, hold on. They're like 13. Sounds like that school from Divergent, mm -hmm. which I tried to forget about. <laughs> I read that book and I wanted it to be good because I I loved the Hunger Games so much. It was so well written that everybody's like, oh, my gosh, read Divergent. It's the new Hunger Games. No, no, it's, it's not. It's not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's the same thing where they're 15, 16, and they're straight up murdering each other to get spots in this school. And yeah. I, is that necessary? Because <laughs> we're all on the same team, right? Why, why would I need to kill my classmates? Yeah. Just, yeah. Well, and I think in Ender's Game, the idea isn't to necessarily like kill someone, but if it happens, it's like collateral damage. Like it, it happens, mm. you know, you're playing a war game. If somebody falls and hits their head, oops, they fell and hit their head. Guess they're not going to be the first in the class anymore because we got to send them back to earth to have their spine re 
attached. Whoops. Fun. Yeah. No, it's it's it was pretty scary. Um, but it's a great example of like a fictional school in a dystopian society and like how the children can be used and like indoctrinated for the good of like the larger group. P.S. Maybe not so good. Uh, Just saying. No. <laughs> Just saying. Maybe you should take a look at yourselves. <laughs> take a look at your life. Um other schools that I can think of that are like very specific, um, uh, like X the Academy, the uh, Xavier School for oh duh, you know, like Jeez. in the X Men, I forget what they call it, like the Charles Xavier School, school for, for extraordinary yeah, children like, or whatever, something. exceptional youth or whatever it is. Yeah, um, forgive me, not a huge X Men fan, but like talk about a school that accepts mutants to teach you how to be a mutant. Like, pretty much to, to get you to live with your power. I totally forgot yeah. about the... Oh, wow. Fail. Like, no, it's okay. I remembered. Um, yeah. Well, no, I'm, I'm sad with myself because I <laughs> I liked the first two X-Men movies. I know it's a very unpopular opinion, but the first few I really liked. And then it just got, like, too much. Yeah. Too much. But... I, <laughs> Deadpool when he goes to the, the school and yes. he's like, it's almost like you couldn't afford more X Men mm-hmm. and but they could afford to put the school in there so <laughs> that's pretty good yeah well and I love the idea of the school being like a safe place where kids can grow up and like learn and both yeah like both be educated the way that like a normal kid would be they go to class just like everybody else. But they're around people that are like them. So it removes, like, it's supposed to remove the bullying aspect. It's supposed to remove their feeling of difference. And it's supposed to put them in proximity to each other. Plus, it's a really good school. Like, dude, it's fancy as hell. And, like, they get to live there. Some of them live there. Um, They're taught by really, really smart people like they have some great educational background in the staff of that school you know like geniuses and stuff so that's a pretty sweet deal I feel like it made me at like when I saw the first movie I was like man I want to be a mutant and go to that cool school do you (laughs) well what transpired through the rest of the movie I was like okay maybe not Um, (laughs) I also think it depends on what mutant you are true true Looks are important in that particular world. Yeah. Well, and not like murdering everyone you touch. That kind of sucks as a power. Yeah. You know, there's some that were not so great. It kind of puts me to mind of the Jedi Academy. Mm Mm-hmm. A little bit. uh, In so far as people going to different worlds and like collecting the kids and be like, look, you're not as weird as you think you are. (laughs) Come on board the ship. We'll show you some stuff. Um, and by contrast, in the Star Wars universe, there is also the Empire Academy, mm-hmm. um, which is actually where Han Solo went to school. Really? I did not know that. Mm-hmm. He went to the Imperial Dude, Academy. That does not sound like he, a good place. Well, he wanted off of his home planet. Mm. And so he was like, I could be a pilot. You guys are teaching people how to fly. I'll go there. He excelled. He was going to be an Imperial officer, and then he saw what they were doing. Mm. And he freed some Wookiees. 
Aww. And one of them decided to be his co-pilot and pay awesome. him a life debt. So that's how he got where he was. And that's cool. why he's on the run all the time. Did you know that from the expanded universe? That is from the original expanded universe. Mm. So I don't know if that's the route Disney's going to take. I hope so. That sounds like a kick-ass story. Yeah. So we'll see in the Han Solo movie. But originally he was a member of the Imperial hmm. fleet. Interesting. I had no I idea. I think if I recall correctly, he was going to be a TIE fighter pilot, hmm. which is those, like are the, the hardest those are the best one. of the best. Yeah. yeah. That's like um, the elite. Yeah. And then conversely at the Jedi Academy before some guy <laughs> named Anakin went ahead and, <laughs> you know, you know, before everyone ground, died. Yeah. Before he went and killed all the younglings. Um, that was where they all got together and learned how to be little Jedi. Um, <laughs> Little little Padawans, so that's a school I would not want to teach at. I feel like yeah, because they can throw shit around, yeah, they can read your minds. <laughs> I feel can... like that's not a group of eight year olds I would want to hang out with. I think that it would be, actually, really, because obviously Sith lords aside, true. The whole point of Jediism. I guess uh, is it's very like Buddhist and it's mm. very peaceful. We don't yell at each other. Don't throw stuff across the room. You're going to get a timeout kind of thing. So I would imagine that that would be the most calm room of eight year olds ever. Good point. Yeah. But like on day one. Oh, no, <sighs> no, <laughs> maybe halfway through the year. And I think that a lot of part of what helps them to select you for that school is your demeanor. Mm. Um, so I'm sure that even though day one is a little chaotic, <laughs> I'm sure that it, they're the kind of kids where it would sink in that you've been selected for this really prestigious thing. Mm -hmm. Don't be a Sith Lord. Yeah. Please do not go dark side. <laughs> yeah. If anybody gets kind of, you know, dark sidey in here, we're going to have a talk. <laughs> right. Looking at you, Anakin. Mm. You son of a bitch. Yeah. They made a mistake picking him. Did they? Well... Good question. Yeah. Good mm, question. Yeah. Okay. Fair. This is why you're the I mean, Star Wars expert. Murder aside. <laughs> murder aside. In the end, he ended up playing for the right team. That's so. true. That's true. He had a redeeming moment. We can chalk that up to his Jedi education. What little That's of it. That's why there. he got to be a glowy Jedi guy at the end. True. The little blue light. Mm, that's a good point. Yeah, but those those two schools, and then uh, what what other ones did you have? Because I only have like one big one left. <laughs> well, speaking of like the Star Wars universe, it makes me think of Star Trek ah. and Starfleet Academy, um, which seems to be a place, at least from like what we've seen and what we know from the expanded universe, it seems to be a place where you are kind of older when you go there. So it's like military like a, school, like a college, yeah, like a college, like that kind of thing. Um, but it seems like a really cool school. Like, I would want to go there. You learn all kinds of really interesting things. And they train you to basically be, like, a military officer slash scientist. Because at the time that we see, like, mm -hmm. Kirk and Spock going through Starfleet Academy, it's as much about being, like, an explorer. It's like a school for intergalactic explorers. Hmm. So cool. I mean, granted, like, they let Kirk in, and he's kind of a douchebag the whole time he's there. No way. <laughs> but I know, shock. But um, Not the Shatner. Right? But it is a really, really interesting school, and it's the complete polar opposite of, like, a dystopian future because every, like, species from different planets go there, and, like, it is all about inter 
planetary partnership and like supporting each other and like you know being in starfleet is like being in the ultimate united nations so that's kind of cool the ultimate united the nations. ultimate united nations because the nations are from everywhere across the galaxy um and that's pretty cool even though they don't necessarily always do the right thing um i think they try in what limited perspective they have yeah. on the like bigger worlds around them they try they try to be a force for good, and that's cool. So that's a school I would go to. What was your other big one that you were thinking of? Sunnydale High. My favorite. <laughs> I don't want to go to school there. No. No. Oh, heck no. No. The amount of things that could kill you in that school, nope. Mm-mm. Don't go in the basement. Don't go to gym class. Don't go, like, Don't anywhere. go in the pool. Don't go in the pool. Don't, don't go in the gym. Don't go to the library. No. Nope. Don't go to, like, a football game because you might die. Don't go to prom. Hello. Hellhounds at prom. Homecoming. -uh. Homecoming. Yeah, like, everything just wants to kill you. Um, but that's what you get when your school's built on a hellmouth. Biology class. <laughs> Yeah, everything's kind of set up to kill you, but it's the whole like high school is hell metaphor. So I get I get where they're coming from. Everything is designed to kill you. It also had kind of a bad string of principles. Flutie getting eaten and then they replaced yeah. him with Snyder, who was like the worst. Again, if your principal hates kids, I have questions about your school. But I liked that <laughs> Giles said something that like, is true do you maybe think you should <laughs> consider another career <laughs> like what are you doing here yeah and he may or may not have been placed there by the mayor you know like know. there's a whole like that kind of government local government conspiracy that was going yeah. on because snyder knew a lot about the supernatural goings on and then after he was done and they rebuilt the school because you know it blew up and stuff giant snake demon will do that to you Solar eclipse. <laughs> During the solar eclipse. Um, but the, when they rebuilt it, they got Principal Wood, who... I liked him to kind a point. more than the other principals, I will say that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they never had any good teachers, really, no. it seemed like, other than Miss Calendar. Yeah, Jenny was cool. Giles is the librarian. Excellent excellent employing choices there um but everyone else was like giant bugs crazy you know like various disinterested teachers so mm. there's that a lot but are we seeing that through like a lens of the unreliable narrator because the main characters were high school students yeah so like how much of that is how the teachers really were and how much of it is like how they perceived the teachers because we're seeing the story from their perspective by high school students for high school students. <laughs> I don't know, but it seems like uh, not many people graduated successfully with their life. Well, <laughs> I was going to say, I think the mortality rate kind of contributed. Yep, yep. I mean, like, Jonathan made it out. Yeah, he did. He did. Um, Cordy. Yeah, they had one of the, like, most... Alive graduating classes. Yeah. Because, holy hell, they told everyone what was going on. Hmm. Like, maybe if you inform your students, they'll live longer. 
Yeah, right? <laughs> Funny how that happens when people know that they shouldn't go in the basement because there's something that will kill you, not just because there's like some, you know, don't smoke in the basement rule. Yeah, just because there's a sign on the door that says don't go down here because we said Gosh. so. Gosh. Hmm. Questionable. Um, there's tons of other schools I can think of, but like the other one that I just really wanted to quickly mention was Barnett College from the world of Indiana Jones. Oh, I was like, why does that sound familiar? Yeah. yeah. Cause like Indy teaches there and like Marcus is on staff and it's just, uh, it's do a, they, when do they say the actual name of the college in there? Cause I, I don't think I ever, the first movie, he says that he's like, he works at Barnett College. Oh, um, and that. then in the fourth movie, oh. when they go <laughs> back there, I know, I know. When they go back, um, you see like the school signage and stuff. And oh. if you're a huge, gigantic Indiana Jones nerd like well, me, how many times <laughs> have I seen that Raiders of the Lost Ark movie and never noticed? Yeah. Huh. It's like on the letterhead and like it's, it's. Oh, man, I would have lost trivia at that. (laughs) Barnett College, if you ever need to know, that will one day save your life. Could be. But that's the school that Indy teaches at, and Marcus is there, and like, oh, it just seems like they hire some really awesome staff in the archaeology and classics departments. So, yes, would go there. 100% would take every class that Dr. Jones teaches. You'd be that girl with the... the, Yeah, mm -hmm. oh, 100%, yeah. With the eyes. The eyelid mm-hmm. messages, yes. Yep. And I love how he, he's, like, such a big shot. Like, um, this adventurer, this, like, globe-trotting, like, person who rescues history. But his freaking office is, like, a broom closet in the basement. Like, he has this hor- It's the boiler room. Oh, yeah. And he has, like, this horrible tiny office that's, like, stuffed with things. Having taught anthropology, I can say, yes, that is 100% accurate. Like the tiniest office in the worst corner that you literally want to jump out the window. Yes, yes, and yes to all of those things. <laughs> so um, that's one that always kind of gets me in my heart place. Burnett College is there. awesome. <laughs> yep. Well, are there any others that you could think of? Because I think I'm kind of tapped out. Yeah, I had a couple other ones. But if you can think of any wonderful listening audience that we haven't talked about... Um, go ahead and let us know. Tweet us at Ladies Nerditude or send us an email if what you have to say is just so appropriate for email. Ladiesofnerditude at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, Ladies of Nerditude. Let us know what fictional schools you wish you could go to. We want to know. Yeah. What are we talking about next week? So next week, um, continuing with our kind of uh, September theme, I don't know if our listeners know this, but September is Sci-Fi's 25th anniversary. Uh, so they've been around for a quarter of a century. So crazy to say that. That is crazy. So crazy. So um, we'll be doing another fictional science episode Woo! on medical science yes. next week. So if you have any interesting examples of medical science from a fictional world, let us know. We want to hear from you. We I'm do. excited. Yeah, <laughs> I, do. I didn't have anything to add to that. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> so until next week, happy back to school. Ah, uh, yeah. Slash, we're sorry if you're not thrilled to but be back at school. But you got pumpkin spice stuff coming it's your true. way. So yay. Fall is here officially because it's September and Labor Day weekend. Yes. It's happening. It is. I'm going to go enjoy it now. Yay. Goodbye. Bye.